0: The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. God, invisible God, immortal God, how great. Father, immortal, invisible, only wise God we worship you. We thank you for everything that we've done in our lives, the hills and the valleys, time of joy, time of sorrow, Time of pain, time of passing through fire. Thank you for your sustaining power. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. As we continue with our series today, Father, please speak to us and take us higher. Draw us closer to yourself. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Well, let someone shout hallelujah, and then wave at uh, two or three people and say, God bless, God bless you mightily, and then you may please be seated. As we continue with our study on going higher, First Kings chapter 18. we will still be looking at verse 22 to 24. First Kings 18 from verse 22 to 24 will be the text for part 26 of our series. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I, only remain a prophet of the Lord For Bear's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord, and the God that answered by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. It is well spoken. The higher you go, the more important it is that you watch your words. the higher you go spiritually, the more important it is that you watch what you say. You cannot afford to be a talkative if you are very close to God. Nobody reports, nobody pays attention to what a counselor said. He's talking in his uh, little village. He can say what he likes. Nobody's going to report that in the dailies. But when the president speaks, it is national news. And there are presidents and there are presidents. When the president of America makes a statement, the world pays attention because what he says (laughs) can affect, can affect millions of people who are not even Americans. When the village head speaks, if that word coming out of his mouth has any effect at all, it's, it's only on the villagers. The Bible made it clear, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse four, Ecclesiastes 8 verse four, "The word of king, where the word of the king is, there is power, power, power." You are going higher. You have surrendered your lips to God to be purified by fire. Hmm. Be careful what you say. James chapter one verse twenty six. James one verse twenty six says, if you, say, you say you are religious and you have no control over your tongue, your religion is vain. One of the conditions for ascending to the mountain of God, one of the conditions that God stated clearly, that you you want to ascend, you want to come close to me, you will find in Psalm 24. Let me read it to you. From verse 3. To five. Psalm 24, from verse 3 to 5. Who shall ascend unto, into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. What to say with your mouth? has something to do with whether you are going to ascend or you are not. Because he went on to say, oh, if you can have control over your mouth, then you can receive the blessing from the Lord. You want to dwell. Because when we talk of going higher and higher, we are talking of going on till we can dwell with the Lord. The condition, you find in Psalm 15, from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 15, from verse 1 to 3. Who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly, and walketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that bite not with his tongue... Condition for abiding, for dwelling with the Almighty God has to do with your tongue. Oh, I'm going to read another passage to you to see how important it is that you watch your mouth. Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Let me read it from verse 12 to 13. Psalm 34, 12 to 13. The Bible says, you want to live long? Yeah, I say, okay. It has to do with your tongue. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. See the condition? You want to live long? You want to be healthy? You want to be strong? You want to see good days? Watch your tongue. You want to prosper. Read Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8. Joshua 1, from verse 1 to 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. It didn't say from your heart. From your mouth. Listen to David. Read Psalm 34, verse 1. Psalm 34, verse 1. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Praise in my mouth, not grumbling, not complaining. Psalm 108, verse 1. Psalm 108, verse 1. David said, my heart is fixed within me. I will bless the Lord. Why is your speech so important? Psalm 139, verse 4. Psalm 139, verse 4 says, God knows every word that you speak. Everyone. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. Matthew 12, verse 36. The Bible says, Every idle word, That a man speaks. is going to give an account on the day of judgment. Everything you are saying is being recorded. Everything that you are saying is being recorded. It will amaze you when you read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 to 4. Ephesians 5, from verse 8 to 4, that even your jokes are noted by God. Which tells you, you're going higher, watch your jokes. So you just want to make people laugh? Watch your jokes. Oh, are you saying that uh, uh, children of God should not laugh? No, 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 no. God is a God of joy. There are jokes and there are jokes. But in any case, can you afford to be a comedian if you want to hear the small, still voice And so, as you are growing in the Lord, the Bible specifies what you should do with your mouth. Ephesians 4, verse 15. Ephesians 4, verse 15 says, Speak the truth in love. In other words, if you are Speaking the truth, do it in love. Oh, maybe I need to add quickly. When I say you cannot afford to be a comedian if you want to hear the small, still voice, (laughs) don't let anybody interpret that to me that I hate comedians. No, I didn't say that. All I'm saying is, you don't want to spend all your time joking you need silence when you want to hear the small, still voice. That's what I'm saying. There are things that God will say that you can't hear when you are in noisy atmosphere. That's why constantly you need to get apart to be able to hear When God is speaking, you have to speak the truth in love. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 says your speech must be seasoned with salt. As a way you can say the truth that will make it acceptable to the people who will receive it. The Bible tells us clearly, Proverbs chapter 21 verse 23, Proverbs 21 verse 23, it says if you learn to keep your mouth short, you will be keeping your soul from trouble. In other words, if all the time you are always talking, chatting, then if you're mouth does not have control, you may get your soul into trouble. You see, the reason why this is very important for those of us who are determined to grow higher is that the closer you get to God, the more likely your words will become decrees. If you are very close to God, (laughs) anything you say may become a decree. Remember Job chapter 22 from verse 21 to 28, Job 22, 21 to 28, the Bible says, if you satisfy certain conditions, you will decree a thing and it will be established unto you. Joshua chapter 6, verse 26. Joshua 6, verse 26. Joshua pronounced a curse on Jericho. That curse was there, walking steadfastly until Elisha came with a greater anointing to destroy that curse. Joshua chapter 10, from verse 12 to 14. Joshua 10, 12 to 14. The Bible says, Joshua said, sun, stay where you are. Moon, stay where you are. He said it. And he became... A decree. Thank God he added, till I finished the battle, I'm fighting. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the sun will still be standing still now. It reminds me of a, uh, the Holy Ghost service we held, uh, Holy Ghost Congress we had in Abekuta in 1982, I think. I was preaching, I made the altar call, and people were rushing forward to receive the Lord, who we were in the front of the palace, and all of a sudden, rain wanted to begin to fall, and as the rain began, the people who were rushing forward began to rush back. Ah, so I said, I didn't think, just came, rain stay there, stop. And you could see the rain rolling as if a carpet rolled away from the town. It happened on a Friday, and the Congress was to so last Monday. No rain on Friday, no rain on Saturday, no rain on Sunday. When we were finishing, on Monday morning, you can check this story. Pastor Abata was then Brother Abata <laughs> came to me as I was rounding off and said, Sir, the Congress is over, will you please release the rain? I smiled. I've even forgotten that I I made a decree. I said, Don't worry, the rain will fall after we leave town. That's exactly what happened. You never can tell when your word will become a decree. Watch your mouth. When you read 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 19 to 22, 2 Kings 2, 19 to 22, the Bible said the rivers or the waters of Jericho were healed from that day onward according to the word of Elisha that he spoke. When he poured that salt in, he said, no more death. No more barrenness. And it was so. Your word can be a decree for good. And it can be a decree for evil. 2 Kings 2, from verse 23 to 24. 2 Kings 2, 23 to 24. Immediately after Jericho was delivered from a curse, some children began to mock Elisha. a dead man. Go away from here. Go away from here. He turned and said, I curse you in the name of the Lord. You know the rest of the story. Beers came and began to tear the children to pieces. Your word can become a decree. Because 4 chapter 3, verse 19, 4 chapter 3, verse 19 says, God will not allow the word of his servant to fall to the ground. You get to a stage in your height that whatever you say, God will establish It is important to note that you can even commit God, if you are sufficiently close to him, you can commit him to do something that you want done. I was sharing in one of our money devotion with my children, When we're reading 2 Kings chapter 2, 2 Kings chapter 2, from verse 9 to 15. Elijah asks Elisha, what do you want me to do for you before I be taken away from you? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. Elijah said, "Ah, you have asked a hard thing. But, (laughs) I will commit my God. If you see me when I'm being taken away from you, you will get what you want. If you don't see me, sorry. I used to think that what he was saying is, if you can see the one who is coming to pick me up, If you can see horses of fire, if you can see chariots of fire, then you get what you want. No, that's not what he said, if you can see me. That was a very simple assignment. It pays to have a good father. A father who is close to God. A committed God. (laughs) He knew, what is the big deal in my son seeing me? We are both flesh. He probably was just telling the boy, when I'm being taken away from you, shout that you have seen me. (laughs) And that's exactly what happened. The chariot of fire came, the horses of fire came, a wild wind came, picked up Elijah and was taking him to heaven. And the boy said, hey, I see you. I can see you, my father, I see you. And I'm sure Elijah then turned to the one who had come to pick him up. I told that boy, if he sees me, he will get what he wants. And so it was then that the one who was taking him away said to him, "Then." Why are you taking your mantra away? Drop it for him? And the Bantu dropped. And I commit God on behalf of every one of you listening to me now. You follow me till I go to be with God in glory. everything you ever want, the Almighty God will release to you. Amen. Finally, when we talk about watching your words as you go closer to God, you need to remember that there are categories of prayers. And I think I've I've discussed this in some details in one of the congresses. I won't go through all the details now, but... There are prayers when you plead, when you beg. Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52. Mark 10, 46 to 52. Barthmeyer was begging. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. was a, was a plea. And there are prayers when you ask with whatever little faith you have, Matthew chapter 8, from verse 1 to 3, Matthew 8, 1 to 3, that leper said, I know you can make me old, I'm not sure that you are willing. If you are willing, fine, I am here at your feet. Then there is a prayer when you intercede, when you are begging on behalf of someone else, Genesis 18, from verse 17 to 33. Genesis 18, 17 to 33. That's when Abraham was interceding because he knew that Lot, his wife, his daughters, and he was adding the in-laws. That's why he kept on begging until he came to ten. And God said, if I find ten righteous people there, I will spare them. You can intercede on behalf of others. But then I taught you that there is a prayer called the prayer of demand. Isaiah 45, verse 11. Isaiah 45, verse 11, where God said, Concerning the works of my hand, command ye me. When you go to the Almighty God and say... I demand as of right, I want this miracle now. (laughs) That's not the prayer of a baby Christian. That's the prayer of someone who has been climbing. Someone who has endured fire. Someone who is now Like a sword by the side of the captain of hosts, you can begin to pray prayer of demand if you are sufficiently close to him. As for sinners, you have only one prayer. Luke chapter 18 from verse 10 to 14. Luke 18 from verse 10 to 14 tells us of two people who went to the temple. And one who thought he was righteous was boasting, telling God uh, uh, you must do this, you must do that because you don't you know who I am. I pay my tithe, I fast two times a week, etc. etc. But the sinner. He couldn't even lift up his eyes. He just said, have mercy on me, miserable sinner. And the Almighty God heard, and he went home justified. So if you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, that's where to begin. Rush to the nearest altar to you, or if you're at home, bow your head now and cry to him, Lord, have mercy on me. I am a sinner. I want you to save my soul. He will answer you. So I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to ask God to please have mercy on you as you call on him, asking him to be your Lord and Savior. And then, Together, you can even hide under the grace of those who are already very close to God and also pray some prayers of demand and demand some glorious things from the Lord. But now, let's pray for your salvation first. My Father, my God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your word. I want to thank you for those who have heard your word and have decided to surrender their lives to you. Father, please receive them all. Save their souls. Wash them clean with your blood. Anything that can stand between them and the answer to their prayers, Father, put it under your blood. And I pray, Lord God Almighty, that from now on, any time they call on you, you answer them by fire. And today, Lord God Almighty, your children who have been climbing steadily close and closer to you will be demanding certain things as of right. Please, Lord, as they command you concerning the works of your hand, Grand a request yeah. so that others will know that it pays to draw closer to God. Yeah. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.